Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody, welcome to America Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. Hello. With the holidays approaching really quickly, I wanted to throw out there. You know, we we get a lot of really great sponsors on our podcast. We never showcase anybody who we don't know or we don't recommend or we don't use personally. So a great time right now for the holidays is to support some of our sponsors. You'll get some really great stuff. They'll make some really great gifts. And it's so funny. What made me think about even starting to talk about this was, so you know how this morning you were screaming at Ian, our 12-year-old son, because he locked himself in our bedroom to take a shower in our shower, in our bathroom. So yeah, he locked, not the bathroom door, <laughs> right. the, border, the door to our bedroom. So we couldn't even get in the bedroom. I needed to get dressed. I couldn't even get in my own bedroom. No, we couldn't. Nobody can get in the bedroom. And you were trying to go take me to go buy some gifts and yeah. whatever. So he, he locks the bathroom. So he only wants to use our shower, number one, because he loves the shower. But number two, you know, I was mad at him, not just because he locked our bedroom door, but he uses all of my Duke Cannon stuff. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. <laughs> I mean, it, it started out where, you know, I would use it and he loves the way I smell. So he would like smell me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, now I can just use it myself. So he's he's in there using my stuff. And, you know, I'm weird about organizing my stuff. No, you don't say. No, I do say. So when I walk in the bathroom, my stuff is not in the right place where I leave it. So that kind of pisses me off, too. I mean, look, we, are, you know. I know everybody in this house. I got some good stuff. Everybody uses my stuff. If you look at Danielle's feet right now. Nope. <laughs> I took them off. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, you're wearing my mismatched socks that I talked about in the last episode. Yep. So everybody uses my stuff and I like you my stuff. You got good stuff. In order. Right. I do. Yeah. But I, we've talked about Ducanon so much. I've been using them way longer than they've been a sponsor of ours. Mm-hmm. I just love it. I love using their product. And Ian literally makes me buy that trench warfare deodorant because it smells so good. Mm-hmm. And now he's using mine. And I'm not uh, listen, as long as that. he's wearing deodorant, <laughs> man, makes him smell I, good. I would pay four hundred dollars for a tube of deodorant for that kid. <laughs> That's how bad he smells. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So it's not too late to take advantage of some of Ducanon's really good deals, especially for, you know for this holiday season. You have to check out the Ducanon holiday gift sets like. The frothy beer man, fun. The beard that stole Christmas. I, I, this is another reason I love Duquesne. Their stuff is so good, but and I love, and but it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I love the way that they name their things. So go to Ducanon.com. Use our promo code. This is just temporary for the holidays. It's holiday marriage. 
for 10% off your next order. And it's always free shipping over $30. I mean, for $30 and get free shipping, it's amazing. And you don't Mm -hmm. have to spend $100 like you do on Amazon to get free shipping. All right, so that's that. I just wanted to throw them, you know, a shout out here in the beginning of the episode because I love them. The holidays are here. That's that. Yep, and there's still time, so it's good. Um, Also, talk about last episode, the Dumb and Dumber episode or two episodes ago. Um, I put something out on Instagram because you and I got in that fight over the heater. Anybody who listened to the Dumb and Dumber episode, if you have not, it's a fun episode. Uh, And I put something out on Instagram asking people who was right. Was I right for spending more money on the heater even though, um, you know, we spent like double or more than double? Or were you right to get angry about it? And 54% of people said I was right. And 46% say you were right. So it was close. Yeah. But I won. I, I think I could sway that a little bit if I had influence in the conversation, but because you control social media for us. No, there's obviously no you're going to win conversation. 100% of the time. I thought it was going to be like 80% me, 20% you, but I was obviously that. wrong. Yeah. So it's all your people and it was almost equal. What do you mean my people? They're our, your, no, they're our community. Yeah. Of, no, all I, I was sitting out there enjoying myself and I just said, isn't this heater worth it? I'm sitting outside and it's a pandemic. You better, that's a pandemic. <laughs> you better fucking enjoy yourself. For I did. $500 for a hundred dollar heater. I did. I, yeah. I enjoyed myself very much. And, and what happened the next night? I was able to, somebody called me and said, oh, the ShopRite has this heater for $250 or something, but it was a nicer, better, whatever heater. Yeah. So I got that. Put that together the next day. Now you have two heaters. I do have two heaters. Yep. Damn. Yep. You got you a good husband. I do have a good husband. Yep. <laughs> um, I will use the hell out of those. So, okay. I wanted to do, it's about to be the holidays. We've had, I think we've done a good job in 2020 of having balance with the episodes. Like I think we've done a lot of really important episodes. I also think we've done a lot of really good fun episodes. Um, right now... We are being, I feel like, smothered with so much stuff pandemic-wise. It's the holidays. That's stress. You know, the, the political stuff has been out of control, just like smothered. And I do think that for the next couple weeks, we, we can indulge ourselves a little bit. I'm not condoning anything. All I'm saying is it's the holidays, and a lot of us aren't seeing people we usually see. There's a lot of... Um, limitations to how we can celebrate as far as like how we usually celebrate. And I'm just saying like, eat the second cake, not the second piece of cake, eat the entire second cake. What? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, eat I just indulge. Let's indulge, you know, buy the nicer gift get for yourself, like do whatever it is. But I thought we would do an episode about drinking and alcohol and indulgences Um, which is tricky because I do know that there's obviously a trigger warning, number one, that we are going to be talking about alcohol. Some drugs might come in. Some other really um, addictive substances like sweet and low for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just felt like I should give a warning. But also there's the other side, which is, you know, um, we have had a great time with our indulgences and, you know, when you do it in moderation and responsibly and all of that. Right. So we're trying to put a disclaimer out there first, just mm-hmm. to say this is about the fun side of indulgence. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. Or like, just not the we're not we're not we're not condoning anything, but we're also not. It's this is not going to be a that here's where you go for help. Right. Like we've had plenty of episodes where these things have led to detriment in our marriage and yeah. problems. And we've spoken and about all of that. We've talked about it all. Mm-hmm. This is we're just trying to have fun. It's the holidays. So with all that being said, we know drinking and drugs and everything is not for everybody. Some people have issues and that should be taken care of. But this is just the fun side of what we've indulged in and how it's been fun for us. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just just some fun facts and everything that we came up with. Um, You know, I mentioned in uh, the Dumb and Dumber episode and other episodes that I started everything young. I spoke about smoking and how I smoked yeah, really at young. Eight. At eight. Eight. Yes. And I looked it up, in fact, because I, I had mentioned that back in like the turn of the century in the early 1900s, that young kids did smoke. Kids who were eight and nine years old did smoke. And it turns out that I was right. And actually, there was this guy, Lewis Hine, who traveled from New York to Texas taking pictures of children in the workforce because uh, back in the early 20th century, of U.S. workers were children because they were so cheap to get. So, and they didn't go to school. They just went to work. Like, you know, the newsies, the newsboys. Yeah, standing on the corner. Standing on the corner. And in every picture that he took, because he went and he was trying to kind of expose the workforce of these child labor, you know, these child laborers who were putting these kids to work. And every picture he took, these kids are smoking. So, but, you know, they're all newsboys standing on dirty corners or going door to door or, um, you know, they are working in factories or they're working with adults all day. So they really were. And so a a large portion, actually, of kids did smoke. I just can't even, like, we just got for Hanukkah our nine-year-old son, like, plushy dolls Mm -hmm. and a tent for his bed. And you were smoking. Yeah, I was smoking, (laughs) but then I was going home and playing with Barbie. Oh, were you? Yes. Okay, so you were still doing the, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I was playing with Barbie. I was playing, you know, I was oh, doing all the totally kids' okay. stuff. <laughs> I just, listen, I, I have a bone to pick because when you're eight or nine and you play Beethoven or you um, speak six languages, you're called a prodigy. Just because for me it was smoking really early, I'm not getting the same kind of accolades, and I resent <laughs> that. I Listen, at eight, I'm trying to think back to eight and nine. I mean, I was playing. I was playing Nintendo and organizing my baseball cards. Right. Like I did not even think. I was playing Nintendo too. I was, I was wearing my umbros. I was just taking it a step further and experimenting. <laughs> That's so it was crazy. science for me. I wanted to see what would happen. It was a science experiment. Yeah, I was wearing umbros, wearing my champion sweatshirt. All right, let's talk about 14 and what you were doing and what I was doing. Not till 15. 15, what yeah. you were doing, what I was doing. I got it well, out you, of the way. You put something out there, right? How how old were you when you first got drunk? Or Well, I, I was thinking about this because I wanted to think about this for this episode. I actually did not really actually drink until I would say my sophomore or junior year of high school. My right. freshman year of high school, I pretended to drink and pretended to be drunk. Oh, really? Yes, because I hated the taste of beer so much, and that's all anybody right. drank. And you still do. I, I still do. Yeah. Um, so I pretended to be drunk, but I was not. And then, you know, I discovered wine and hard alcohol. And then <laughs> right. did, you, did you drink wine as a teenager? You know, I did just because I was, I, I, 
I worked at Banana Republic, and so I was around older people. I was going to parties with people who were 20, 22 years old, and they all, you know, they were like, they were well-dressed and sophisticated. And Right, you went to the Princeton parties. I went to the Princeton yes. parties, yeah. And then um, in college at NYU, there were no fraternities. There were no, you know, there were no dollar pitcher nights. We went to bars and had cocktails. Right, like $12 drinks. Well, no, yeah. because I would only drink screwdrivers because that was the cheapest drink. Okay. So I would just have cheap vodka, orange juice, and it was $3.50, I remember. Wow. Yeah. yeah and this was now. the late 90s. So $3.50 for a screwdriver. But I never drank beer. I just never got into it. Um, and, I, you know, I know that it's a whole... Last night we were with friends and they're all drinking their beer but i i just can't do it well it's so weird about beer because i rarely drink beer and when i do number one i pee all night when i drink beer as opposed to either wine or vodka or whatever it is i so i drink you break I, the seal early I, yeah so early with beer and i and ian always makes fun of me if we ever go to a football game because i'm in the bathroom three times during the game but like last night so i was like oh, i'm just gonna hang out and have you know take it easy and you know drink some beer I must have had, I don't know, five beers over the course of two hours, three hours. It was like nothing, like I didn't drink. It was... Like you didn't feel buzz nothing. or anything. Like it was not, like, I don't know if, is that bad? <laughs> Should I not even be saying that? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're an alcoholic and that's why beer doesn't affect you. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. I think that you just, because you definitely get, effect, get affected by other alcohols. Oh, so fast. Right. Oh, well, no, and we were there longer. We were there like four, four and a half hours. Outside, socially distanced. Yes, you know, I'm going to get those messages. Right. Um, so, yeah. So for me, I never liked beer. And... I don't. I, I know. I asked you about like, did I, I? I think I asked you about like alcohol through your life or something. Did I ask you something like that? Yeah. Well, I I want to talk about um, which I have talked about before, but it does pertain to this episode, so I guess I'll mention it again if nobody heard. It's about it. a concert. Yes. Oh, okay. I, don't talk about con- it. No. Yeah. You could talk about it. The Go concert back to story. episode. Whatever. No. No. Well, do 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 the abbreviated. Okay, version. I'll do it fast. So when I was fi- so I was fifteen. So this is the first time I ever got drunk. Happened to be the first night I ever got high as well, smoking pot. And so my friend and I, we were 15, went to a concert with some older kids, which was the number one most incredible concert ever. Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Faith No More, eight-hour concert. Unbelievable. So we went there and... Sounds like my personal hell. Oh, God. it was. I wish I could experience this again. But it was the first time we ever really drank, got drunk, and smoked pot and got high, I guess. I don't even know. But we, we uh, tailgated for like two hours before the thing. And I, I, I just remember the feeling of not being able to even walk into the concert before it even started. That's how drunk we were. Like, I was looking for the porta potty in the beginning. I had to pee. I, had to go. I mean, an hour later, I'm peeing next to cars. I don't care who's around, mm-hmm. what's going on. Like... For me, that was the the best first drunk experience ever to be at the, in that situation. Mm-hmm. I'll, done? I'll leave it yeah, at that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't even remember the first time I got drunk. I just remember, you know, being a senior in high school and being in a field and looking up and being like, oh, so this is where I die because I was just like so freaking wasted right. and I just knew that, you know, and then I just 
threw up for an hour. Um, well, talking about faking it, like you were faking being drunk. Not then, but no, no, yeah. no. But when you were when yeah. you were six, mm-hmm. but um, no, six <laughs> when I was a freshman in oh, high school. Okay. I remember when I was. I, I never did anything ever drinking, smoking, anything all throughout public school. And then when I transferred over to private school and did my second freshman year, <laughs> uh, I, you know, everybody smokes, everybody, you know, everybody does whatever. Like it's a whole nother scenario. And everybody was standing out in the sack area. Remember the sack? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were smoking. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm smoking too. So I had a cigarette and would not inhale, didn't know how to inhale, pretended to inhale for like weeks. Didn't know what I was doing. Oh, wow. Right? When you first start smoking, do you remember first starting to smoke? No, because you were a fetus. <laughs> but <laughs> It's younger every time. I just remember like pretending to inhale and blow out my smoke in a steady stream so it looks like it was inhaled. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that both of us, one of the reasons I think we work so well together and also maybe don't work so well together is because we we both have that edge in us. I know I've said that before, but I I think I am attracted in life even to edgier people. And I don't mean, you know, some people are edgy that they jump out of airplanes or, you know, they they do like crazy and adventures. And why will you not let me get a motorcycle? No, it's com- see that's what I'm saying. It's completely different. I am attracted to people who are okay with safe but dangerous. I don't care what you do, and if you want to, you know, in your spare time, jump out of an air. I don't care what you like. Th- that doesn't bother me. But when I, we're hanging out, my I'm attracted to people who are a little bit like they are willing to sort of lose control and loosen up. Um, I'm not saying I have friends who don't drink and I hang out with them too. I have nothing against anybody who doesn't drink. But in life, I think one of the reasons why I wound up with you and you wound up with me is that we share that in common. We have that, we have that, we like to, um, you know, hopefully, usually in moderation, there have been times when we have done it not in moderation, but that side of us that is daring and, like a little bit risque and edgy and well our second first date proved that when we met in new york and we back in the day when you can go down and smoke in bars and everything and you had 10 screwdrivers and i had 10 kamikazes and we smoked three packs of cigarettes each right you know we knew at first sight like right you're my person yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, but like i you know for me but I have friends who will go out, not since obviously obviously the pandemic started, but we go out and the next morning, one of us always ends up texting the other one like, did I embarrass myself? And like, that's, I love that relationship. Like, I love that. I love when my, one of my friends texts me and is like, oh shit, what I do last night? I'm like, I love you. Like that to me is fun. And we're moms now. I know that. And we're not doing it all the time, but there is that side of me that still needs that piece of life. Yeah. So we were all like, I got, you know, when you have that, speaking of drinking, when you have like two drinks and you're drunk. For whatever reason, it's not more than you usually have. You just get drunk really fast for some reason. It just happens. And I think that happened to me that night. And I remember going to bed thinking, I think I said something either like bad or offensive to the people that were here. I don't know what I said, but all I remember is the guy saying to me, go get yourself another fucking glass of wine or something like that. 
And I was up a lot thinking, did I say something? Did I offend them? Did I say something? It's a like, terrible feeling. Oh, the worst. I know. And I've been thinking about it for a week now, too. And we saw them last night. Yeah, but you know that's a friend who you would never have to of course worry not. about. Of course not. But I, I don't want to be that person, or at least anymore. Like, I don't want to, you know, like, be the guy who's like, oh, he gets drunk and says stupid shit and whatever. We'll just blow it off. Yeah, like, anymore. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we saw them last night, and I said to him, like, Listen, I've been thinking about this for a week now, and it's been on my mind. Did I say something that was offensive to you or to your wife or to you know? Did I say something wrong? Because you said to me, "Go get yourself another fucking glass of wine or something." And he's like, "Number one, I don't remember what you said to me, mm-hmm. and number two, I don't remember saying to you, go get yourself a right. fucking glass right. of wine.' <laughs> right. So, th- like that just eased my. But those anxiety. are great friends to have, of where course. you're just like, you know, you can get and. Again, nothing against people who don't drink or who don't do that stuff. It's just for me throughout my life, I have sort of been drawn. If you look back on my closest relationships, I think one thing you'll see in common is that we all like to get a little crazy and like to be a little immature and I don't want to say irresponsible because I don't even know if I consider it irresponsible. We're not hurting anybody. We're not driving. We're not doing anything wrong. We're just getting stupid and silly. Right. I I do remember the social aspect of it all. Like I remember being in high school and when you can smoke in restaurants, like as 16 year olds going to a restaurant with 10 people, 10 friends and sitting around, um, shout out to Winberries in Princeton like there was that private room there yes. and it could only house like 10 of us. So we'd all have to sit there and we'd all be smoking and we would all just be having a great time. Like smoking was just a bonding social thing. Again, this was the nineties. Things were different. You know, it wasn't, you could smoke everywhere. And it, so it just kind of brought you all together and you just did it because you everybody did like not that it was like, Oh they smoke, so I'm going to smoke. It was just like a bonding experience, just mm-hmm. like going to a bar and having a drink with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I remember those times, and those are like some of the best times that I look back on and think, mm-hmm. you know, like if, do I ever wish I never smoked? Yeah, but really, no, mm-hmm. because some of the best times of my life were just bonding over smoking with some of my best friends. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. and I definitely agree with it. It's just funny because if you talk, if you think about. So I have a brother and a sister and I won't get into specific, you know, I'm very close with both of them, uh, but it's just so funny, like the differences. So I've spoken about my brother sometimes with his wife and, you know, I, I love them both dearly and we're very close, but we're so different. And it's so funny. So I was on the phone with my brother yesterday and um, I, I admit I am not the healthiest person. I am, I, I love unhealthy shit. Like, I love it. Should I and, keep my mouth shut or you want I to keep mean, going? I mean, you're just going to agree with me, but it's true. <laughs> I know it's true. And and I am not the type of person who like, I, you know, I think about, I was talking about sweet and low before. And I, for years, people have will tell me, I, I carry it in my purse. I carry it in my car. I carry, you know, I, I, I keep extra like stashes in my kids' backpacks. I'm like, I'll put it anywhere just because God forbid I'm, I'm you know, when we go on vacation, I bring well, my I, an entire a, storage container. I'm an enabler because I know. Well, you know, I'll be miserable. You'll be miserable. I bring it if we go on vacation yeah. just in case you didn't. Mm-hmm. So I am an enabler with that. And for years, 
People have been trying to get me, oh, try agave and try, you know, oat milk, which should be fucking banned, by the way. Oat milk. They're like, oh, just put some oat milk in and you won't need the sweet and low anymore. No, don't. I mean. Never heard of that. My friends love the oat milk. I don't know. Um, But I can't. No. So, you know, or try Splenda, which I don't even know is so much better. Like people are always trying to get me. And finally, I was like, you know what? Coffee is my favorite fucking time of the day. I love my coffee and I want it with my fucking sweet and low. I'm done like trying to I'm just going to drink sweet and low the rest of my life because (laughs) I uh, listen. So be it. Well, it's I, like saying I love my cigarette. I'm going to have my cigarette no, every day. No, you cannot. Day. Oh, really? I, I'm sure there is many studies saying the contrary. What? You think sweet and low is as bad as of cigarettes? Of course. Yeah, it's what fucking do you mean, chemicals of course. that you're... What? You're no doctor. I, listen, I always say in every episode, I don't know what I'm talking right, about. I am true. no expert in uh-huh, anything. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a feeling sweet and low is not very good for you. I a hundred Absolutely. And I've been drinking since I was 15. So we're going on... How many years is that? That would be 30 yes. years. Uh, almost 30. Um, 30. No, that's not almost 28 yeah. years. Very good. Thank you. That's impressive. Yes. I told you I was a prodigy. <laughs> so I am just like, you know what? Yes, it's not good for me. You know what? Some people drink Diet Coke every day. Like in a little bit, we got to live our fucking lives. You know, don't sue me, please, whoever you are. <laughs> well, I agree with you. I mean, things like sweet and low, things like Diet Coke, what well, doesn't have doesn't that have sweet and yeah, low? Yeah, it's like aspartame or something, right? Well, that's sweet and low. As, yeah, as, it's like as, the same thing, I think. Aspartame, aspartame, I don't know. whatever the fuck you pronounce it. Uh, everything that we eat, fucking Doritos and Oreo, like everything that, like all the indulgent things that yeah. we consume, they're all full of shit. They're all going to kill us. I mean, that's... They're just, not going to kill us, though. That's <laughs> but, the thing. Well, that's... But, but, but is that true or is... I don't even want to get into this. I mean, you know... I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, when you know I think what? about my family, my, my grandmother who smoked for 25 years and my other grandmother who, you know, was, uh, she ate sugar from sunup till sundown. They all lived in their 90s. Well, and you can see examples of women in their hundreds who are like, what's your secret? It's like, I have a glass of whiskey and a cigarette every night before I go to bed. Right. All right, we, we should take a break. Okay. And uh, we'll be right back. We both have a few sponsors who are our favorites, our personal favorites, and Modern Gents is one of mine, especially considering those of you who are listeners of the podcast know that I have made some mistakes before with buying big ticket items that we probably couldn't afford, and I made a mistake. And the truth is that I do really love the look of diamond rings, but I don't want to pay the high price. And that's one of the reasons why I love Modern Gents. All of their rings are made with high-quality materials that are handcrafted with precision. They provide not only affordable rings, but a ring that will stand the test of time. I've gotten so many messages from women in all the time that we've been partnered with Modern Gents saying, I lost my ring two years ago and I haven't replaced it because I don't want to spend the money. I went on their website and I couldn't believe what I saw. Well, I felt the same way the first time I went on their website and I was sure that the pictures were not showing me what they would really look like in real life. I was wrong. I was floored when I got my Modern Gents ring. They're so gorgeous. Modern Gents' goal is to make it so couples can spend their money on travel and experiences and less on a rock on your finger. And I know we are not traveling right now, but I promise we will be soon. That's why they created conflict-free, handcrafted, affordable wedding and engagement rings. 
Also, during pregnancy, your fingers can swell and you can't fit into your regular engagement ring. No problem. Order your size for modern gents to wear until your regular ring fits again. That's how affordable they are. If you have a ring that you already absolutely love, modern gents ring is a perfect addition for if you're traveling or you don't want the stress of bringing your expensive ring and losing it. I used to do that with my expensive ring. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and check the safe and make sure it was still there because I was so stressed out about bringing such expensive jewelry with me. I can honestly say after having a modern gents ring, I will never spend a fortune on jewelry jewelry again. Modern Gents has over 100,000 happy customers and 9,000 positive reviews. Head to modgents.com and put in promo code martinis18 to get 18% off your purchase of $25 or more. That's modgents, M-O-D-G-E-N-T-S dot com with promo code martinis18 to get 18% off your purchase of $25 or more. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. And everything you see in the pictures is exactly how it looks in real life. Just getting back to what I was saying about my brother, that he, first of all, he, you know, he's 10 years older than I am. And we were very different, but again, very close. I love him. But I, I was talking to him yesterday and He's saying to me, he said, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we, this morning we had the best breakfast. He goes, it's a sugar day in our house. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's a sugar day. You know, we, we went to the farmer's market and we got some like, you know, coca, 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 cacao, cacao. Yeah. You know, and, and, so, you know, whatever he it was, I'm making it up, but it was, you know, and mixed berries or something. You know, I look over to my left and like Jonah's eating a chocolate chip cookie marshmallow sandwich, like <laughs> dipped in processed right. domino sugar. So they're and I'm like, day. oh, a sugar day. Like, you know, and they, they drink like one glass of wine maybe and it like satisfies them and then they're done with their glass of wine. And it's just a different mentality. They're very disciplined about what they do and, you know, they eat great food and, you know, have wonderful meals and they're willing to take the time and the effort. And I'm not, I don't want to sit down and, you know, plan my uh, gourmet meals. Like I'm very happy with processed foods. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just a different mentality and one isn't right and one isn't wrong. And I love him and we're close and well, we get along. They're kind of a little more right. They're hundred percent more right. I mean, on, they they are living in a way that I would aspire to live in my next life. I just don't want to do it now. Right. Um. But but no. But I love the influence, and I love that my kids see that way of life, and that they sort of have that to look at as, oh yeah, maybe we should be doing some of that, and they just yeah. Whenever we're with them, I always think like, damn, we should really do this. Hundred percent. And then Every they, time they leave, I order some kind of like compostable something. Right. Yeah. They leave and then it's like, all right, now we're back to our reality. Right. <laughs> it's right. Not happening. They are inspirational, though. <laughs> I want to I want to move forward with a little bit of some of like our favorite indulgent experiences. For me, it is I, I look back. It hasn't happened in a long time, but I used to go out on these business dinners and talk about like the most incredible indulgent experiences we would go to these restaurants they would take us downstairs and, and that that's where they store their wine yeah, and you were would, like mafia it was told like as it was such a scene out of goodfellas we would go downstairs and each room downstairs to seat is a different wine cellar like we would sit in the 
California, you know, wine district, you know, setting. And there was the Bordeaux over in the other corner. And they would bring out these, you know, cheese platters and salamis and like all these different like crazy and like lobster, you know, cold seafood things. And we would drink wines that I would never, never in my life be able to number one, afford to buy myself, you know, for all of you wine snobs out there or wine nerds, you know, we're drinking Sasakaya, you know, Italian wine, which is two fifty a bottle in a store. So in a, in a restaurant, what is that? Five, $600 a bottle, you know, all the cake bread cab that we can drink and for dessert Chateau de Cam, which is, a, you know, dessert white wine, which is two fifty a bottle in a store, you know, just drinking ridiculous wines and some of the greatest you know experiences that I could think back on I would never be able to just do that like I can't go out and buy these wines and bring them home and be like hey honey let's you know relax and have this evening like we had going out unbelievable experience I mean that's the ultimate indulgence I mean if you I wish you could have been there for some of them you never have come to I never came to one oh my god the food and the wine it was even like, and I don't like cigars. I don't smoke cigars, and you hate if I ever smoke Ugh. a cigar. As much as I love cigarettes, and I'll Ugh. like, I'll like go off to the side if I like. If I'm walking, most people go to the opposite side of the road of the cigarette. I go closer to the person smoking yeah, the cigarette, right? it does smoke but not a cigar. No, cigars, and, and I don't like them. But they were like great cigars, so I indulge and I have it. And then I would sneak away and have a cigarette, like. I'm like, I go to, go to the bathroom. I'll be right back and like go yeah, outside. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't come in stinking. Uh, s- of it. Smoke a cigarette with you know the guy at the valet or something like right. that. You know, unbelievable. Like I I I want that again so bad. <laughs> right. No, those are those are good memories, and they were good memories with your dad too. Yeah. 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 You know, it was really cool. If you guys, this is just a little quick note here. If you guys ever, or you know, want to do this, uh, we had another guy, another you know guy that we did business with who we went out to dinner we had a really great bottle of wine and he took out the cork and he's like okay pass her around the table and everybody sign it and i still have that cork and it was you know he signed it you know my, i signed it my dad signed it my brother-in-law who was there he signed it. like so it was remember this night mm-hmm. and yeah well there are journals you can get where you write down the wine which wine it was and what the night was. Yeah, who but, were you with? And right. Yeah, that's more about the wine. This was more about just... No, well, this is the experience. Yeah. So that you're, you know, you can remember, oh, I had this bottle of wine and you can like rate it. You can buy these journals. Actually, it's a good gift. Not sponsored. But it's a right. good gift. And then you write down where you were and what you were doing. And it's I, such I a like great those. Idea. It's such a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the, I, I don't know. And, and I, I feel like nights like that and everything are... are for us, not everybody enjoys that kind of thing, but nights like that are are sort of they make great memories. And now that we're getting older, the next day and the day after, we are certainly paying the price for these nights, right? Oh God! And one one thing that you've said, I don't know if we've ever mentioned on the podcast or not, but like Uh-oh. this is like your famous line that everybody talks about, meaning everybody are friends that you would say when we would have parties and stuff, you would say, um, you know, the next day when you wake up, um, 
at night when you're drinking and having a great time, you just have to remember that you're borrowing a little bit of happiness from the next day. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day when you're happiness, when you're hungover, you need to think to yourself, oh, yeah, I borrowed that happiness and that feel good last night. And now I'm paying the price for it. Right. Yeah. All the good you were going to feel the next day. You're, Gone. you're using it the you night before. You sucked it all up. Yep. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about that too because that's another thing that, you know, we've done to, you know, be indulgent and, you know, just go crazy is the summer parties that we used to have and our friends that would come over and we would just act like college kids. And, and we spent a fortune on it. Well, we spent a fortune on it. But that's why I used, we used to have, not anymore. But we would just go crazy and have fun and drink and, you know, like act like, you know, we didn't have to like go home to kids and we didn't mm-hmm. have to, you know, people uh, yeah. were passed out wherever. And like, then at the end of the night, everybody would jump into our pool with their clothes on and begin yeah. tradition. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just so much fun. Yeah. No, they were really fun nights. But yeah, I loved it. Um, but it's there's this TikTok trend now that <laughs> it's it says, did you know that it's it's like somebody doing something unhealthy? any of you TikTok people probably will recognize it. And I always love it. And I always want to make a TikTok video, but I haven't made any TikTok videos. And it says, did you know that if you eat right and exercise, drink a lot of water, stay away from unhealthy things, you still die. (laughs) (laughs) And a a little bit, I'm sort of like, yes, that's right. You know, a little bit like you got to live. Well, I I, And, And I don't just mean alcohol. I'm not just talking about, I'm just saying in general, you know, that like there are so many times I'll post something about indulging. And recently, since the beginning of the pandemic, I indulge, I, you know, I got rid of my scale. I, I have been indulging like crazy and it feels so liberating and so satisfying. But at the same time, you know, sometimes people will message me and be like, oh yeah, you know, I, I ate that second piece of pie or I this or that. And I'm sort of like, who the fuck cares? Well, this is really wrong to say. I shouldn't even be saying this, but it's kind of sometimes the way I think. Like if you're smoking a cigarette and somebody was like, do you know if you smoke, that's going to take six years off your life? You six know, years. Whatever. Something like that. I think it's you, six minutes. No, not one cigarette. Oh. But like if you smoke for 10 years, you know, whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. If you drink, what it's going to take 10 years off your life. Yeah. And then I think to myself... Dude, but those are the diaper years. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't want to be living those years. Mm-hmm. Let me go 10 That's years That's when early. I get my wife. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, Let me That's go. when my second life begins. So I'll go 10 years early without the suffering, you know, during those years. I don't think I it know, works like I that. I know it doesn't, no. but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I do think a little bit you have to, especially during a pandemic. It's a pandemic. I don't it's know if people know. It's a pandemic. Yeah. And a little bit you have to indulge. And I think I have gone through and you have gone through times in our lives where we have been extremely, extremely disciplined, very disciplined with our eating, our working out, our, you know, drinking, our everything. We have been very disciplined. And then we have been the opposite, which is we have been obviously very debaucherous and overindulgent and unhealthy. And but I think... 80% 80% of the time, we're middle of the road. Yeah. And we we do a good job balancing. I do think that. And I do think that we are the same in that we love to have a good time. But at the same time, like during the week, we like to be in bed by 
eight o'clock and get a good night's sleep and, you know, just not go crazy. Yeah, there was a time I remember when I was like yo-yoing like crazy and I got to a point of a high of, you know, working out and eating healthy and like for maybe a year or two. And you were actually like, okay, it's enough. Yeah, I hated you. <laughs> like I was the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I felt the best I ever felt in my life. And you're just like, you know what? Enough. Yeah, no, enough. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was, it was, for me, I don't like that kind of discipline. That it was, t- it's too far. It's just, it, you took it too far. Yeah. I mean, I did for a little while too, but you, you definitely... I don't want to compete with that. I don't want to feel guilty every time I want to go to do something. Like, I just want middle of the road. Right. I think we found that. Yeah. And you know, and you know what? I do too. It's, it's funny because of this pandemic and when we were first quarantined, like it kind of just settled itself. Like, you know, I was home for two months. I've never been home for two months. And I could have completely just self, you know, indulged and drank every night and eaten dominoes every night and but we didn't like for whatever reason we we were kind of sticking to our 80 percent normal schedule dominoes of, was closed was it yeah part of it all right whatever <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like we we didn't drink every night Mm-mm. and we, we could have easily done that we had no responsibility the next day except for having three children, children. right but 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 that kind of leads me to you know, aside from alcohol and aside from drugs, like other things that, you know, are unhealthy that we do is eating. Obviously, you know, where I work, you know, where my business is, my, my shopping center where my store is, is literally like food central Freehold, New Jersey. You know, I have the best Chinese, the best deli, the bagel place, you know, burritos, you know, I, I've got it all. Carb there's, heaven. There's a pizza hut in my center. You know, I haven't had that in I don't know how long. But it's, you know, I'm eating Chinese food three days a week, if not more. People, my employees are like, don't you get sick of Chinese food? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 43. Don't and you gain it. weight? I no. Lo- <laughs> no, I do not. No, I don't gain weight. I lost weight eating Chinese food this week. <laughs> I eat the healthy Chinese food. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> sure you do. Uh, yeah, but but food. I we we love food. Whether it's good food or shit food, we love food. Oh, I I love I love it all. It's so funny to me when people are like, I don't like, like there's no food. I don't like. I don't. It's funny because we were talking about prodigy before with my smoking. That's another thing I think I get very little recognition for. I think I have advanced taste buds. You like, know what? I think you do. Let me interrupt I do. You. I think I have advanced taste buds because I like everything. And there is like everything that I taste. I am like, oh, my God, this is the best fry I've ever had. <laughs> or the, No, I'm not kidding. I think I should be a food critic. I think I have exceptional taste buds, but there is no money or award for that. Wrong. I think you're wrong. Uh-huh. Number one, because I, you know, I've interrupted you, I think a lot this episode. I apologize for that. But for this one, I want to agree with you so badly on this. Because of course, you're going to agree with me on me being fucking gluttonous. <laughs> Great. No, like if, if I open a wine and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You're like, fuck this. Open something else, something mm-hmm. new. Like, mm-hmm. you and I'm know, right. And I'm right. You are right. And then yeah. I drink it. and I'm like, oh, fuck, she's right. Yeah. Now I can't drink it. I, I have to. exceptional taste buds. I People will be like, I can we not go for 
you know, Mexican or Indian or, you know, whatever kind of food tonight because I don't really, I don't really eat that or I'm not, I'm like, I will eat anything, anytime. <laughs> I don't care. Everything is delicious. And they're like, what do you like from, I like it all. Okay. Yeah, just order it. I like it all. I eat it all. I appreciate food from every culture. There is literally nothing like people will be like, oh, that food smells bad. No, it smells delicious. <laughs> okay. I, I am a food prodigy. Yeah, it's it's actually sometimes it does get annoying like with you're like with you know with the wine or with the food and you're like, "Oh, and I think it's fine until you say it's not." It's not. And then I realize you're right and fuck that. Yeah, now wine I, I can else. tell because it's bad. Like I can tell food is expired. But uh, there's never any food that I'm like Nah, I don't want to, you know, I might be like, we had McDonald's three times this week already. I don't want it again, but I'm never like, it doesn't taste you three, good. You have McDonald's three times in a week? I don't have, but sometimes. The kids do. My parents bring it over. Your right. mom brings it over. Everybody brings it over. <laughs> All right, let's take one more break. Okay. And uh, we'll be right back. Okay. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I want to talk a little bit about hangovers and how, you know, how they happen. Number one, I don't want to get too scientific about it and too You sounded like you were about to get really serious. I know, I did. And I, I don't. But we already talked about hangovers now versus before. You know, now at Ugh. 43. I... I pray for like Thursday from drinking Saturday night because mm -hmm. I feel better like four days later. It's so bad. Like I used to be able to drink not that long, like even a year ago, you would be like, how do you feel so good? Mm -hmm. And I feel like shit. Like I was I, always jealous. Yeah. Like, and that just stopped out of nowhere and I'm not drinking more. Just, I guess my, and try being hungover and having PMS. It's, <laughs> Well, it's so funny. Awful. You're, you, you would say like, oh, I got my period. Thank God. That's why I was feeling so shitty last night. <laughs> and I'm like, no. no, it makes it worse. For it sure. was the four Cosmos. that No, you had. it still <laughs> makes it worse. But it, is it weird? I have this weird when I'm hungover. I have this uneasy feeling about myself. Like I feel like the world or people are out to get me. Like, I don't want to see anybody it's guilt or talk to anybody. Like, not even did I do something or say something like not even any of that. I just have this weird thing the next day where I'm like, I don't want to see anybody. Don't look at me in the eyes. What do you, you mean? You're like, out be to get me. because you think that people are looking at you like you're you're a failure because you're hungover. And I you drank maybe too much? it was so funny because, you know, for, for this episode, you know, you're drinking a mimosa. We had no orange juice. I had to go get orange juice. So I just went out today. I'm, I'm not hungover, but I'm a little bit, you know, whatever. I had those beers and I had a couple glasses of wine when I came home. So I'm a little hungover. I went to sleep. Yeah, you did. 
And I was on my way to CVS to get orange juice, and there was a helicopter in the sky, and I felt like I was in Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> like they were out to get me. Like was they, Layla playing? <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were looking for me for some reason. Was that the song that was on? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's used it in many. But the helicopter was there because I was hungover, and I drank last night. Like, Damn, so it, maybe you weird. have OCD now. No, I don't think it is. I think that's a thing. I think people have... No, I definitely wake up the next morning and I am like, oh my God, I am a terrible mother. I am a terrible parent. Um, how could I do that? How could I be so unhealthy? And then, you know, or like I wake up in the middle of the night because, you know, your sleep sucks because you're yeah. so stimulated and everything that you can't sleep and you're, it's restless sleep. It's terrible. So I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm a terrible parent. And then like I wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh, it's fine. You know, but I but, can't do that. But I, I, no, I'm not. I don't feel fine, but I don't have the same guilt that I had at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. No, but I'll even like look over and I'm like, I'll look at you. Is she mad at me? Did I <laughs> probably not even did I do something? Is she just like for no reason? Is mm-hmm. she mad at like? Yeah, you it's feel just, guilty. Yeah, you, you do. It's, it's a downer. It's a de- that's why alcohol is a depressant. It oh is actually God. a depressant. I mean, it's super fun. You know, at night I always try to sit there at some point and I'm like, "Okay, remember how much fun you're having because tomorrow you're going to feel like shit." That's my quote. Right. You're borrowing happy from tomorrow. Right, you're borrowing happiness <laughs> from the next day. Well, so do you want to talk about what causes hangovers do you want to get into that no not really no, but let's not do yours no i mean you drink too much and then you're hungover that's the cause alcohol <laughs> is the cause well i have some technical stuff all right we won't get into no it. Who cares? no 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 all right i i do have cures podcast. i have some fun cures okay uh number one would be to eat a good breakfast Every, that's a fun cure everybody wants to have like fatty carby greasy you know noodles and bacon and eggs and mcdonald's and all of that stuff but it does actually really do something because it it helps to maintain your blood sugar levels which you do deplete when you're drinking and um so eating you know a disgusting delicious gross fabulous fatty bacon egg and cheese sandwich it it does help Mm -hmm. um that's not advice by the way that's not scientific research on my part scientific just, research <laughs> for me um also try to get plenty of sleep obviously because like we just said when you're drinking your sleep sucks if you're able to i can't even like i said it you know being at the age that we're at now i still get up at six seven o'clock even if i went to bed at two it doesn't matter like i get up early so just if you can try to go to sleep early like you did last night that helps if you if you're yeah, but I didn't drink yesterday. Right, that's true. If you're able to get up, pound some water, and go back to sleep for an hour, that's going to help a lot. I can't do that. I know you can. I'll say I can sleep right now <laughs> if you wanted me to. Uh, hair of the dog. Is that a cure? What do you think? Is that real or is that? Like- yeah, I think that's real. But I think you're only supposed to have one drink. Like right. in in reality, you're only supposed to have one drink because. You're in, um, you're in, what's it called? Um, uh, what's it called when you're like just coming off of something? Withdrawal? Yeah, you're in withdrawal. So you are supposed to have one drink just to level, level yourself out and not keep going. Well, there is some evidence to support that having a drink the next morning can lessen hangover symptoms. If you keep drinking, it's just going to 
prolong and delay your symptoms. Um, but alcohol changes the way that methanol, a chemical found in small amounts of alcoholic beverages, is processed in the body. All right, so there's a lot of scientific blah, 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 blah. But having a hair of the dog, having one drink could help, scientifically could help you. Even a virgin Bloody Mary. Is that true? Yeah. You don't have to have alcohol in it. Virgin Bloody Mary supposedly helps. My problem is like what's happening today. I can't have one drink. There's no day drinking for me having one drink. I have to keep going until I go to sleep. And that's it. Like I just, it does. Like you said to me, just have a drink while we record and then just stop. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I can't. And that's why I said to you, I'm nervous. I don't want to drink today. Like if I have a drink, I just keep going. Like I can stop myself and not do it at all. Or, but if I know I'm going to get into it, it just keeps going. Right. There's no just having a drink. Mm -hmm. And you can do that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um, what about drinking lighter liquors? Like if you drink vodka or gin, you're going to have less of a hangover than if you drink red wine or bourbon or, you know, whiskey, those. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I those, agree with those that. Those are going to fuck you up the next day. Way worse. Other drinks, uh, pickle juice, pickles and pickle juice supposedly help. There's like some kind of, you know, the, the salt intake and everything supposedly helps. Kombucha, 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 what's it called? Don't know. Kombucha. It's sure. a tea or something like that. Okay. Yeah, that there's something that that helps. Taking Dramamine helps. Well, um, doesn't just drinking like sports drinks to yeah. replace the electrolytes and that's Yeah, but something about Dramamine um, helps. Oh, did you see they have a Pedialyte for adults now? Yes. For, for I mean, yes, for the next day after drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, also swimming or dunking yourself in ice cold water Fuck that. or no taking way. an ice cold shower. Nope. Let me tell you that is good. Cause sometimes when I take a shower, if I take a shower, I will turn the uh, all the way cold. It does feel good. It does help, but only momentarily. It's not a long term help in my opinion. Um, and oh, and we've been doing it all wrong because we always take Advil. Apparently, uh, Excedrin migraine is the way to go. Yeah, but Excedrin has caffeine in it, so that's not good. What's wrong? You, with you shouldn't have caffeine. You, you don't want a stimulant. Everybody who answered my question said Excedrin migraine, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people. Like you, yeah, you don't want too much caffeine. Oh, all right, and beef ramen with a lot yes. of sriracha and flaming hot Cheetos. Oh. I will have both of those. Thank Sounds you very awful. much. Okay, what do you think is the number one most ordered drink or cocktail in the world? I think you'll be surprised. Um, my ba- so so like li- liquor, co- like not wine and not Mm-mm. right cocktail. Uh, not a martini. No, no martini was number four. An old fashioned. Okay. The most that makes yeah. sense. Number two is Negroni. I don't even know what Negroni is. I don't even know what that is. Uh, daiquiri was number three. Okay. Martini, dry martini was number four, and whiskey sour was number five. Um, also, other than water and tea, beer is the world's most popular beverage. That makes sense. Other than water and tea. I would have thought coffee. It's water, tea, beer, then coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
So, well, isn't coffee mostly an American? Like tea is worldwide. Coffee no, is European and everything. But, Co- no, well, they don't. they drink espresso, right? But like England is all tea. Or don't they drink tea? Like like all the Asian countries drink tea, right? I don't they know. Got a lot more people Maybe. than we do. Right, that's true. Um, wine is mentioned in the Christian Bible over five hundred times, which I thought was interesting. Mm. That's a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka is great for removing foot odor. So if you really? have f- smelly feet, you're supposed to rub them with vodka. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vodka is so good, by the way. Is Just saying, good? because mm-hmm. it, like it's the perfect, like you can mix it with anything. I love and, vodka. And it gives you the best, you know, the least of the hangover of uh, the, the other liquors. Right. But your favorite alcohol is red wine, right? Like, if you had to pick between anything that you could only drink one for the rest of your life. No, I think I love vodka, but I know what it does to me, and I don't feel good the next day. We were just talking about mm-hmm. how me it, too. it gives you less of a hangover, either. but I drink so much of it that it gives me the hangover. It's the most versatile liquor, but my go-to is red wine. Wait, so you vodka, I may have understood this wrong. Vodka gives you less of a hangover than wine? Yes. No, not Red me. Wine. Not me. Mm-mm. Well, because you're drinking more when you drink vodka because it's so easy to drink because you mix it with whatever and it's like yeah, a it delicious. Like juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you drink more. No. But my go-to is red wine. Right, let me that. just go through some polls um, that were really fun and interesting from our from our Instagram community. Um, okay. How old were you when you first drank alcohol? I asked, were you under 15 or over 15? What percentage do you think said under 15? And 3,000 people, oh no, I'm sorry, 6,000 people answered. All right, well, I was 15, and that's not included. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said to me. I fucked up. (laughs) Um, I would say most people were over 15. Fifty-seven percent were over fifteen. How old were you the first time you got drunk? Again, under fifteen or over fifteen? Fifteen. I'm not asking. I'm just saying. What do you think? Over fifteen. What percentage do you think said over fifteen? Um, sixty-eight percent. Eighty percent were over fifteen. Um, do you? I said, do you still enjoy drinking alcohol now? Even you know, as an adult, what percentage? Eighty-eight. How the fuck did you know that? Is that right? Yeah. Did you check? No, I didn't. I really didn't. Oh, 88%. Is that for, is that for real? That's like for exactly? real. Exactly. Wow. 88% said, yes, I still enjoy it. If you could only pick one, which would you choose, alcohol or pot? I would say it's 90-10. 80-20. Okay. Yeah. But I thought more, way more would say pot, especially now. Maybe not 20 years ago or 30 years ago, but now. I wish I liked pot. I re- like I, I watch movies and I see my friends and they're all enjoying smoking pot and I don't get that feeling that's portrayed in the movies or I, I actually see my friends benefiting from and I, I don't get the same effect. I don't. I wish. Yeah, well, we've never had good pot. Have uh, you ever tried harsher drugs than pot? Yes. How many? What, what percent? Oh. I know you have. Uh, 18%. Said yes or no? Said they have. Yes. Uh, 27%, almost 30% said okay. yes, they have. 70% no. Um, has your alcohol or pot intake increased since the start of the pandemic? 50-50. You're the 
Yeah, you're good at this. Damn. <laughs> but that's not right. Oh. 40, 60. But close oh, enough. Yeah. Fine. Um, and then, oh, will you be, I had to like go back and clarify this one because people were getting upset. Will you be allowing yourself to indulge, drink, party safely while abiding by COVID restrictions? Basically, are you going to be drinking and partying in your house surrounded by, I was basically trying to say to people like, will you be drinking this holiday or not? Yeah. Now, I know we can't go party with a ton of people, but 70% said yes. 30% said no. Um, if you have kids, were you intoxicated when you conceived any of them? Yeah, I would think that most of them were. So 60%. No, 30% said yes. Really? Yes. Turns That's out people like to have sex with their husbands while not intoxicated. Weird. Who knew? Interesting. Um, that's it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. So we will uh, we will be back beginning of July. We're going to take the next few weeks July. off. July. I'm We're sorry. We're taking six months, seven months off. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> January. No, no, no. January yeah. for yeah. sure. I'm going to spend the next few weeks prepping for 2021, making sure we have awesome guests and awesome topics. And I will be asking you guys for a lot of your input. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic holiday and indulges in whatever way. It doesn't have to be alcohol. So we're not going to talk until after New Year's? It could be cacao and berries, if you want. Wow. So we're done for the year? I mean, I just thought it would be easier on you because you're busy at work right now and everything, and people are busy with their families. They don't want to hear from us. Right. Um, Makes sense. Rate and review, please, if you enjoyed. And um, we love you. Thank you so much for sticking with us through 2020. We know... Man, it has been a journey, um, but you guys are what keep us going, and we could not be more grateful and happier, and um, you deserve all the best in the holiday, and 2020, 2020, 2020. Okay, all right. 2021 is going to be awesome. Thanks, guys. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com